0: This is
2: Danny and Dusty.
3: Meringatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new.
2: With Danny Mering and Dusty, the fan man Hera.
3: All those monkey sounds in there are called good.
2: The old Danny Danny Mering pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. Hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. Danny and Dusty, we missed you yesterday. I miss the folks. Did you? Yeah, my my neighbor Moyne he got home. He's like, hey, yeah, you know, it's tough living out there when they got NASCAR on. He goes, I I was like, I was worried about you at first, but then I was like, ah, oh, it's President's Day. My neighbor was. He said, if you, if you're not working, it's a it's a good day off. I said, yeah, NASCAR on the radio must be interesting.
3: They're making a left turn. Yes, and there's another left turn. They're making a left turn.
2: Oh, hey, look at that crash. It, big crash. Big crash. Big on that, crash. Le, on that left turn. That, <laughs> y- Yeah. Yeah, y- you never know. It could come on the straightaway. It could come on that left turn. I mean, if it happens on the straightaway, that's problem. Yeah. Well, Robin's racing. That's what, that's what Days of Thunder taught me. Great movie, Days of Thunder. I love Days of Thunder. It, oh, God, it's good. It's so bad, it's good. It, oh, that's 100% it. It is not a cinematic masterpiece by any stretch, but it is so bad, it is... Yeah. It's just,
3: yeah. yeah. So great. You get some early John C. Riley in there.
2: You do! Yeah. He's a, that was the the, the prelude to uh, Ricky Bobby. Boy, they really tried to make Tom Cruise look like he was taller than Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And they failed miserably. No. But it it gave us a high, very weird marriage out of that movie that's a movie they met on
3: I feel like there's a lot of those
2: wasn't that celebrity couples isn't that Tom Holland and Zendaya
3: they were I think they were together before
2: before Spider-Man oh yeah
3: they were together before Spider-Man for sure
2: 2017 they've been together that long holy crap Look, that's true love he needs to put a ring on that I mean that's that's gonna be one of those (laughs) see Uh, uh, a marriage made Mm. didn't uh,
3: Jolie and Brad Pitt Mr. and Mrs. Smith were they married before that
2: can't tell you. Can't tell you. I feel you that like
3: that one. was one that they they met on. I yeah, I don't
2: know. know. I don't know. I think Jim and Pam. I, I I would believe it if they were actually married, but they're not. They're not. Who who's uh, Krasinski dating?
3: He's married to Emily Blunt.
2: Emily Blunt. That's he tells right. the
3: story uh, of like when he was going overseas. They were filming something in England, and the uh, the guy at customs was like, what, "What's your purpose here?" he goes, I'm checking out my wife, just seeing what she's doing. And he goes, uh, you know, what do you do? And he's like, I'm an actor. And he's like, would I know you from anything? He goes, well, I you know, took the, your, the British version of The Office and did that over in America, which pissed off the guy in England. He kind of dismissed <laughs> it. Yeah. For those that don't know, it, the, the Office originated in England. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then he, go, and he goes, well, what about your wife? Is she in anything I know? He goes, well, it's Emily Blunt. And then he goes, the guy behind the counter was like, you? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just absolutely Just furious, disgusting. like Gustin Like you
3: married Emily Blunt?
2: Yeah, I got a huge personality. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's,
2: that's what counts. I got.
3: She's she's
2: sneaky, by the way. I don't think she's sneaking up on anybody. She's yeah. sneaky. No. Like
3: when, when you when you talk she about right there. No, no, no. She is, but when you talk about the 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 the, the buttes of Hollywood. She doesn't ever like get listed right away. Yeah, that's a good point. And then the second you see her, oh, yeah, yeah, her too. Yeah, Forgot. Put her on the list now. Like, yeah. it's, uh, damn, it's interesting.
2: Well, we missed y'all yesterday, whether you're listening on 1080 The Fan or watching on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash 1080amthefan. Uh, we already have T-Diz in the chat. He's saying, uh, who's the gray? Uh, before the show, our, our fearless leader, Jeff Sacramento, was in here, and he was talking to us. He's got, he's a silver fox. He he got, he's got he's got the silver hair huh. it's a gr- great head of hair so if you ever see a hi- guy gray hair pop in uh that's him that's him we have pop-ins randomly during this mm-hmm. this program Isaac usually is making some sort of gesture that is not uh suitable for families
3: no definitely not.
2: I have screenshots of several of them. Yes, Suke usually manages to pull one of those off too. No, he, he does just, it outside he, the window, and, okay. then,
3: and then and then it's verbal where you guys can't hear it. Yeah, it's he off
2: air turns or his or, back to cameras, yeah. and uh, then all of a sudden it's starts cussing up a storm. Yes. Yeah, we get we get drop ins quite uh, often we during get, the show.
3: Sales guys will pop in here. Accounting will pop in here.
2: So if you have any questions mm-hmm. on that, leave them in the chat. Yeah. YouTube slash ten eighty amthefan the fan or Twitch, where Jeff Rust, he's on in charge of the Twitch chat. Also,
3: my God, false. I uh. not true. <laughs> I looked up the uh, couples that met on set. It is a long,
2: yeah, long list. Oh, yeah. Last Nick, he says Tim Robbins, Susan Sarandon. That's yeah, a that good was, one. That
3: was back in the old uh, Bull, Durham Bull Durham days. Durham. Yep, Rob Micali and uh, Caitlin Olsen.
2: Yep, that's yeah. a, that's another. They one. were stupid. Uh, they they got a great story behind that. They were in secret stupid on uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia set, and nobody knew. And they like they showed up one day, and both of them were like. Really hung over. Oh, they're like waves real like, uh, hungover. and They're like, wait a minute.
3: <laughs> wait Both a minute. of you? Really?
2: Hmm. Wait a minute.
3: Penelope Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem.
2: Man, Ooh, that, I'm indifferent on that one. That's that I just didn't I even mean, know about that one. I didn't even know either. Eva Mendez and Ryan Gosling. I knew that oh.
3: one. That's been a while. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, they're still together?
3: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Uh Lively and Ryan Ryan Reynolds. On uh, Green Lantern of all movies, uh,
2: well, so at something least he good, got something, out something of it. good came out of that. <laughs> that may be like the only thing he's flopped in. Like, oh, my son is big on the the Pokemon, so we watched that uh, Pikachu oh, movie. Yeah.
3: It's it oh, was yeah. pretty the, good. It's, it's not detective. bad. It was Pikachu. funny.
2: Yeah. It was funny. It was, they had a lot of adult humor that went right over the kids' heads. Oh yeah. It was. That was okay. If you can get over the, you know, seven-year-old boy just yelling every Pokemon that he sees on TV in the name of it, and you're like, I have no idea what yeah. you're talking you about. You know man. what a Mewtwo was? No, no, I didn't. Is I that didn't. the button
3: on the TV that turns the sound off? Yeah.
2: It was it's the, just. It's the second one. Just a lot,
3: man. <laughs> Goldie <laughs> Hawn and Kurt Russell overboard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, filmed one. in Oregon. Filmed uh, in Oregon. Takes takes place, place in, in Oregon. Oregon. Oh, okay. Not filmed in Oregon. Uh, in
3: the fictional town of I believe Elk Cove. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't know that. You, yeah. That was nice. You, you did the uh, film in Oregon? Question mark.
2: I didn't know. I knew Oregon was in it. That's like uh, that's like Stand By Me. Yeah, is there in... might be.
3: I think there might be parts of it shot in Oregon, but it wasn't. It, it, at least I know it wasn't entirely so. I can't remember if it was set in Oregon, but they did the uh, the Ice Cube movie. Are we there yet? I think mm-hmm. it was filmed in Newburgh. Okay. Really?
2: Yeah. Like, oh, filming like, location, uh Newport, Oregon. For uh, okay. overboard. Well. Yeah.
3: I thought there was some Washington in there too. But
2: uh we got Fort wrong. Bragg, Mendocino, San Pedro Bay. Are we done yet? Not are we there? Are we yet? done yet? Yeah. Are we d- That's a whole different movie than Are We There that, Yet? That, yeah. makes are we- s- that makes sense for Newburgh. <laughs> are we done? <laughs> are we done here yet? Are we done yet? Can we just <laughs> get on out of here? <laughs> All right. Any other good ones that you found? The uh, the couples,
3: there's a lot of them. Uh, uh the one that I did was surprised was uh the Rose Leslie and Kit Harrington, the redhead from Game of Thrones.
2: I have no idea who either of those yeah,
3: people do. are. Yeah, you and Jon J- Snow. Snow. Okay. Yeah. Jon Snow and the Wild and the Wildling. The redhead that the sex scene that's in that. That's he ended up I think I think throughout oh, that whole that's series. It's been a really good scene. Was, <laughs> scene. Yeah. It's <laughs> been a great scene. I think throughout that whole series there's about four characters I can actually name.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no.
3: Sean Bean was the easily the biggest name. Yeah, actor and he died in, in what? Season how many episodes one? in? Yeah, was, uh, yeah eight, 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 episode eight, something like that. Good old Ned Stark. Ned Stark. Uh, there we go. Yeah, okay. Uh, you guys
2: have to tell me their uh, character names. And then, then Lena
3: Healy. Uh, uh Cersei. He, he, yes, that, but that everybody else made their then, their names uh, in the show. What uh, uh, Daenerys Targaryen? That's the other. Amelia Clark. Yeah. But oh, yeah, you didn't well, nobody knew who they were before the show. Oh, I was just talking the character names, not even oh, the yeah. actors. Yeah. But yeah. Like yeah. there's like four. Nicholas Walder something is uh Sure uh Jamie Lannister. Well and mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage, obviously. Yes. Oh, he, yes. had his, and, <laughs> he had his he had his name before. Yeah. Yeah. Before Game of Thrones, okay, but so maybe there's like six I could name. But I mean, there's not a there wasn't a ton of. But Sean, like I said, Sean Bean was easily the most famous yeah. of all of them beforehand. All right, which is super weird. Uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, yeah, who had multiple things they were in.
2: But that was problematic because they met on that '70s show when she was 15,
1: and she
3: yeah, yeah she lied about her age. Well, that's the thing is like he didn't know a mute. Yeah. yeah, who didn't? And have, she's even said that her first kiss ever was him, like on that show.
2: Who'd have thunk it that? That wouldn't be the problematic relationship, but Danny Masterson.
3: I'm you, not sure what we would call would Danny Masterson, Danny
2: Masterson did uh, uh, relationships. Well, no, prob- <laughs> I said problematic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pro- okay, problematic relations. <laughs> problematic relations. <laughs> oh, How about we go there? Hey,
3: speaking of problematic relationships, Will and Jada Pinkett Smith.
2: Okay. They
3: met uh, auditioning for Fresh Prince Bel Air.
2: <laughs> oh. We know how that went. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad we went through this. There's a,
3: there's a lot, man. I was genuinely surprised how many there are.
2: Well, I'm taken, so don't don't think you're going to meet me on set, and we're going to get hitched there, Danny. Mm. All right? You two rust.
3: Yeah. It's
2: a good thing there's this glass between us. <laughs> That's right. I tell you what.
3: Oh, the most wholesome of them all, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr.
2: Oh, of course. I have no idea. Oh, were they on? Uh, were they, uh,
3: I know what you did last summer. Ding 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 that's ding it. ding ding ding. That's the
2: one. That's the one. Okay, and that's wholesome. Uh, it, Dan, let's just make this clear. I know what you did last summer is where Danny goes. The wholesome one of yeah. all of these, <laughs> like no, the, it's those The two. wholesome love story here. Yeah. Of I know what you did last well, summer. But she was
3: also murdering vampires.
2: So <laughs> see. You know,
3: also fighting for the powers of good instead of evil. Did you
2: know <laughs> someone? Did you know murder?
3: Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst were married?
2: No, I don't know who Jesse Plemons is. You will dude, as soon as you see him.
3: Baking, uh, Breaking Bad and...
2: Oh. Yeah. yeah, bro! Oh, he plays a grade A a-hole perfectly. In so many things. He is really good. Breaking Bad, he was one of the worst human beings ever. He's so good at it. Like even bad guys were like, he's not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this cat. All right. Um, well, we're back today. I've got I've got a question for y'all coming out of this weekend, and we're gonna have to revisit this at another point in the show. But top five ego boosts for you personally, like when 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 you do something, you're like, damn, that feels good. Like that was good. That I, mm. I'm I'm rewarded now Because I had one And I, I believe this to be true a, a home improvement or repair Not using the aid of YouTube Just being like I Ooh. got this mm-hmm. And then actually it working I didn't want to go to air with it I tweeted it out on Saturday But I waited until Today to feel really comfortable Because it's been over 48 hours now <laughs> I think this repair is holding At this point but it wasn't anything big either. Like I just replaced like the cartridge on on our sink, you know, when on your handle of your bathroom sink, oh, just okay. it was leaky faucet yeah. and I knew exactly what it was and I said I got this and I went and repaired it and I was like I'm kind of a handyman. <laughs> you know? Like I had that feeling, like I got. I, I call can, me for
3: any of your home plumbing needs. I can fix stuff, mm-hmm.
2: and then promptly I was thrown a, a list of things where I was like, "No, nah, I can't do that. You can't <laughs> that? Yeah. Hey, I'm not. A, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think I was serious? There, <laughs> builder Bob over here I fixed a sink. Damn it! <laughs> but for that moment. I felt it was a big ego boost to have mm. that. So, think of it, the, wreck the, the your, your head around the ego boost that you get from small accomplishments in life because uh, doing a home repair without the help of YouTube, and YouTube is glorious for really anything you want to do, including breaking into your car, which I feel is problematic. Mm. But you can like YouTube how to break into your car, and there's a lot of options. Yeah.
3: Buddy, you don't have any idea how good I am with a coat hanger.
2: Uh,. We got a break. Yeah. 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 I just like to remind the people that texted in when Danny was gone. We need Danny back to keep things on the rails. Whoa. <laughs> okay.
3: Just took a left turn at Albuquerque yeah, right there.
2: Did. Yeah, we did. All right. Hey, it turns out they were right. But so much was wrong with All Star Weekend. Danny Dusty on the fan.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Danny and Dusty on the fan. I'm love and
4: you you, know, you so got to keep shooting the ball, You know, I think in a game like this, you know it's going to be pretty loose. You're going to get your opportunities. Uh, being in the starting lineup, I know I play longer stretches, get more minutes. And, um, I just told myself I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be aggressive and I'm going to keep firing. I saw a couple go in, and after that, it was just like I'm going after it. So that was it.
2: Damian Lillard, 39 points, All-Star Game MVP. What a weekend for Dame. He defends his three-point crown, wins the All-Star Game MVP as a starter, and it turns out all those people saying uh, Dame will get all of his credit once he leaves Portland were right.
3: Yeah, it turns out going to a team uh, with an MVP and a recent title and a chance to win a title, you you get more attention. Almost like it doesn't matter the market that you're in, and it hasn't mattered the market Uh, that you're in. For 20 years.
2: (laughs) But Dame also gets his MVP and his three-point competition, what is largely being discussed as the biggest letdown of an all-star weekend ever. When Steph and Sabrina were really the highlight of Saturday night, in a lot of people's eyes, dunk contest was, it's lost its luster. It's been gone for a while. Three-point shootout was good, and Dame won, and that was great to see. But it was uh, the skills challenge. I don't, I still don't understand what they're trying to do there. I still don't understand what they're trying to do there. Uh, there's, I have no,
3: no problem with skills challenge. Any, any of the competitions. I don't have the, a
2: problem with the, it either. The, I just want to know. Give us a direction because they change it all the time. That's
3: part of it. But also, the only team that cared was the Indiana team. <laughs> yeah, was the, was was Halliburton's team. That was, and that's the problem with All Star Week I think in general, which we can talk about here in a bit, is that nobody really knows whether to try or not that's that's the issue because they've made it Ooh,
2: that's a good point
3: they've made it to where it's 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 about like being the cool kid in high school
2: it's it's the who's to blame for this is it is it lebron to blame it's for this LeBron.
3: it's lebron it and his it is the one thing i think in his career not doing the dunk contest kind of laissez-faire uh post kobe because look say what you want about kobe Kobe tried in the All-Star game.
2: And, you want, and guys like Allen Iverson, they wanted to yeah, win. Yeah, that, that early 2000s, the early aughts, they cared. I think we can we can put a little bit of lame on on LeBron, but also let's not excuse and dismiss the San Antonio Spurs and their load management load that they management. would go to. And, and when also were one NBA. of the best teams in the NBA, mm-hmm. it was a, a team that would be like, yeah, I mean, we're not. We're not going to no, that Timmy
3: would show up to, for All-Star and just be like, oh, I don't really want to play. Yeah, and he'd play like, Pop was the coach God knows how many times, and so he'd go out there and play like eight minutes, and he'd take like three bank jumpers. Early in his career, he had that one time where he ISO'd on the three-point line and drove. But other than that, it's like it's been dismissive because we put so much so much cachet on rings culture that the ring is the only thing that matters. The regular season doesn't matter. The All-Star game doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. The playoffs don't even matter. It's about the finals, and that's it. And that, decentivizing so much of, of all the other stuff, I think is the NBA's biggest problem. And I think this is where an opportunity right now as the league is getting ready to transition away from LeBron, Steph, as they're aging out. Instead of looking for the new star, start marketing teams. Start marketing giving a damn. Start, like, if there's one thing I love about Ant Edwards is that he does care. Like, he, he he does want to play basketball. He
2: got that dog in it, except for an All-Star weekend.
3: Which, again, is a, is a, a part <laughs> of the point. But, like, guys like John Morant ducking the dunk contest. Zion dunking, ducking the, the, the dunk contest. Like, I love that Dame and Steph are doing the three-point contest. Like, make that cool. Make that cool. Make it a good thing to go do. Like, why does a three-point contest get so much, but guys are worried about getting memed?
2: Beg- in the dunk and, and this is it, because LeBron thought it would be, tarnish his legacy if he ever lost a dunk contest. If he, if any of these young stars were to be in it, I think we learned from Jalen Brown, you don't even have to be the best dunker. You'll get Your into the finals. name recognition, yes. But, here we are with this being a, a season and an all-star game where everybody is questioning at every turn the decisions the NBA is making. Whether it was the in-season tournament, which it was better, it was but a success. it started as a question. Yeah. And then the load management rules where guys, you know, Joel Embiid tries to play games because he wanted to be uh, part yeah, of the MVB conversation. Yeah. He ends up getting hurt even worse than he was before. It was all one of these things where you, it's like a, it's just a pile on effect to where you have the people of Indiana booing at the end of the all-star game. That's how bad it was. 211 to 187. That's too many points. So, Everybody's asking now, do you just do away with it? What do you do? How do you no. make the All-Star game better?
3: I mean, All-Star Saturday had their ratings go up 54%. And you're seeing this across all sports.
2: Floor was cool, too. It
3: is. like The LED floor, I heard people like, oh, I don't know. It's too distracting. Like, look, it's not for you. It's not for you. It's not who it's for. It's for the kids. That's, that's their thing. And the players, for their part, get their mouth shut about it. Yeah. They didn't whining and complaining. They know the deal, but you know why? Because their their sponsors are probably sponsoring stuff on the floor. And they know, shut up. <laughs> like That's where the money's going to come from. But All-Star Saturday Night is not the problem. Do we need to fix the Dom contest by getting actual stars in it? Yes. Do we need to get rid of Kenny Smith and Reggie Miller on the broadcast? Yes. We'll talk about Kenny and Sabrina and that whole thing, which I think is both dumb and overblown <laughs> at the same time. But ratings were up. Ratings of fifty four percent, which almost eleven million people watched All Star All Star Saturday Night.
2: It was good, in but there's nothing else to watch. But, which
3: which is the point? Like capture the audience. If people go. It's not for lack like lack of options. So the fact they're still tuning in, and actually growing, that's a good thing. Now Sunday night, they've got to fix something, and yeah, I think the the, the the biggest fix is putting real money on the line. I
2: I have a fix for the All Star Game because mm-hmm. I don't think with the teams built the way they are. I just don't think you're going to get guys to wholly commit this way. So I was thinking really outside the box on what the NBA could do. And you can still keep the cachet fan vote, the reserves being voted in. But it, it all comes down to you've got to put money behind it. So this just may be something completely sideways. And everybody may go, no, don't do that. But what if you still had your fan vote? you have your top vote getters mm-hmm. top 8 vote getters in a fan vote they become captains Kay? okay you have a random draw for 1 through 8 or heck you could go however they finished in the voting 1 through 8 they get to pick where they go but you draft 3 on 3 teams you could do teams of four so the eight captains vote or a draft in a snake draft from a pool of 24 players 3 to- on
3: 3 because we're never going to get 1 on 1 which would no. be
2: so much. Fun. No, you go three on three, where there's four guys on each team, mm-hmm. but then there becomes strategy on how you draft your mm-hmm. team because you get you get too many bigs. All of a sudden, you're going to be shooting threes. You get too many three point shooters. All of a sudden, you're going to have just Joel and Bead backing you down you, all day. You get long.
3: dog walked back to 1992.
2: <laughs> but then you have a three on three tournament where each round. Is escalating in, in prize money. So you win in the first round, $250,000. it's sponsored
3: by NBA 2K since they already do the three on three street stuff and, and you just you, do it that you way. You
2: get to the semifinals, that's a half million dollars. You get to the championship, and the champion wins a million dollars. So you're telling me it, these guys on these three on three teams, there is a purse of about $1.7 million, $1.75 million if you win this thing. Mm-hmm. And that will cost the league probably. $12 million total to throw at the All-Star which, game as a, is, as a prize purse. Which is
3: nothing. And here's the other thing for All-Star Saturday night. For the dunk contest, you take $5 million in cash, in cash, on a pallet. Yeah. Throw it at center court. Once. Winner take all.
2: John Moran is in if yeah. it's once. Winner take Just all. stack $5, five million, million ones. Boom.
3: Guess who shows up then? You get Anthony Edwards. You get John Moran. You get Shaden Sharp. Who, I still think Shay There's an outside chance he would have done it this year had he been healthy. Personally, I was bugging the hell out of him to do it,
2: but I think locally (laughs) we're like, yeah, get Shaden Sharp in. I think if you go, you throw Shaden Sharp in, most of the people around the country are like, I want Mac McClung back, you know, because his name does not resonate across the NBA. You need. Actual stars. You need Ja, Zion. Just like I mean, hell, like D Brown. Everybody's like, when D Brown won, we were like, who? You yeah, ever see Levine D. and D. Gordon Brown?
3: didn't. There weren't stars. They, I mean, they were role players, but they were so tremendous as dunkers. And, and this were, thing is
2: like, but they were ascending, and everybody was talking about them, even on the on the <sighs> national shows, I, because they were explosive. But uh, way bigger profiles than Shane Sharp. I,
3: Ag wasn't. Ag was in Orlando, and and he'd been in the league three years at that point in time?
2: He was well, well, he was a top five pick, wasn't he? Wasn't uh, he
3: third? Was he... I can never remember what what he was in the draft. Um, I mean, Shaden was seventh. Like, we're not... Yeah. We're, I mean, we're kind of splitting hairs as far as... Uh, what was Gordon third? Fourth, fourth. Fourth. So, I mean, it's a difference between the fourth pick and seventh pick. It's not like, 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 not like Shea was unheralded. And that's the thing is, I'm not saying that's just because of Shea, but, like, I think you should take... The stars take, like, three stars and then, like, an up-and-comer or two up-and-comers. Here's how you do it. You go WWE style. You put that cash in a suitcase, have it suspended from the Jumbotron. I like it. And then once you get to the finals, the first guy that goes and dunks, he can go grab the ladder, try to climb up there. And once the other guy finishes his dunk, (laughs) he can go and try and get it
2: down. I think Russ fixed the All-Star weekend. There you go. I like it. I think you did it. Ladder match. I think you did it. But I would love to see, like, uh, I would love to see something... Change with especially on Sunday because Sunday is a yeah. mess. The
3: game, the game needs to be competitive. Like, and here's the thing that here's me being player advocate for a second. Player advocate. The stuff players have to do now is not what stuff players had to do 20 years ago. Like, if you look at Damian Lillard's schedule in Indianapolis, go look at his Twitter feed. Tso, Gatorade, Oakley, Adidas, all of the stuff. Like, it was like, oh, whoa, is him look, the guy is in junkets and press deals and marketing deals and appearances all day. Well, that's it's why they've pushed back the start of the second half of the season is to allow guys to do that stuff. And that's the thing is like- Rather than coming back like today. But they're they're, 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 ran- they're, they're doing that basically for three days. Yeah. Like, go, 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 go. Go here, go here, go here, go here, go, here, go here. And then you go play a game on Sunday. Yeah. And, it's like- and then he can go home and lay on his bed of $50 million a year. And that's uh. the thing is like,
2: I, I think does. I think
3: they need to find a way to like maybe do the game first, and do the stuff after. Like do like do do the game Saturday and do the dunk contest, three point contest Sunday.
2: Make, just, just don't you can't end with the All Stars getting booed off the yeah, floor. Yeah,
3: with, with, with the a whimper, <laughs> and that's the thing It's like, and like just to put it in perspective, like Scoot, they they Blazers play the game against the Timberwolves. We go in and do the the post game media availability, and I'm talking to Blazers PR, and they're like, "All right, we're going to head this out was of here Thursday night." Thursday night, I go. What time do you guys take off in the morning? He's like, the morning? He goes, we're going to the airport right now. We're going to land at 6 in the morning. Scoots at practice at like 8 in the morning. And then he's making a media appearance at 9. So it's like, holy crap. It is just go, 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 go. And I, I think that the marketing part of it, which you have to do, they have to find strike some balance to get players to give a damn again.
2: Money. Which
3: I, that's it. I I I agree. I think that's ultimately the way we do
2: this. It was cool though to see you had uh, Dame win the MVP, win the three-point contest, and, and other than that, it was a kind of a letdown of All-Star Weekend. But we now push on and we have bigger things to focus on. Second half of the season. All right, hey, Beavs and Cougs got what they want. Now the people get what they want. That after us was SportsCenter.
4: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.
0: This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the
2: fan. Hey, before we get to the college football playoff expansion news, big shout-outs to the Oregon State Beavers women's team. How about that win over UCLA? Big Three at the buzzer. I'll tell you this, man.
3: Oregon State basketball has found a way to uh, really go out with a bang. Here, uh, down the stretch of the last 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 year of the Pac-12,
2: the uh, men's or women's <laughs> both
3: they both had some absolutely insane games over the last couple weeks.
2: Yeah, uh, Pac college basketball is in a weird spot on the men's it's, side; it's a tire fire. But the women are climbing up the pole to ninth, I think, is where they're at now. I think in the in the women's top twenty-five, and the Pac-12 men's basketball is just it's atrocious. Nobody can figure it out except for Washington State basketball. How about both the beeves and the Cougs? You got the beeves on the women's side, the Cougs on the men's side. That that Washington State team is going to be scary. They are big. They play really good defense. They are now finally starting to get a little bit of that credit that they deserve.
3: They're twenty and six now, and Ken Palm has them as number thirty four. Which the Washington difference, State, yeah. yeah, Washington State, and the difference between thirty four and 16 is next to nothing.
2: Not much. Yeah. But well, that was a hell of a win uh, for the Oregon State women. Uh I was pulled for the the, the Beavs women's basketball team because Scotty Rook, Glencoe High grad. There you go. Yeah. And was a hell of a left fielder, slow pitch softball. But uh they <laughs> he is. I played slow pitch softball there with you him good. when when he when he was a coach at George Fox. <laughs> he's he's got he's fast. Um they did follow it up with a loss to, to USC. Um but that win against UCLA, that's that's the one you hang your hat on because you beat, at that point, that's your third-ranked win in a row after beating Colorado, uh, or Utah, Colorado, and then UCLA. Well, uh, they're playing really good basketball. And against
3: USC, they held freshman phenom Juju Watkins. I think she was like 6 of 32. Jail. Now, she still ended up with like a near triple-double, if I remember right, but... It was, they, they made her work.
2: Okay. So, uh, well, we have big news out of the world of college football as the college football playoff committee has voted unanimously, which they needed to do to approve the five and seven model, um, for the college football playoff expanding this year to 12 teams. Remember, this was a big bone of contention because of the fact that when they approved the 12 team playoff, they said, we're going to go six and six. So is your top six highest ranked conference champions and then six at large bids? Well, the Pac-12 dissolves, and everybody's like, well, we should probably go to five and seven, right? Five conference champions, five highest ranked conference champs, and then seven at large bids. Oregon State and namely Washington State's president Kirk Schultz were the ones holding it up, and rightfully so. Like they they should hold it hostage in, in any negotiations moving forward because they don't want to be left behind. But what they did today was they approved a 5 and 7 model. And Oregon State and Washington State were like hanging on to the fact that, you know, hey, we'll we'll stay at 6 and 6 here and we'll we'll see where uh, the dust settles. Well, the college football playoff was like, well, you guys don't even qualify as a conference cuz you only have two teams.
3: Yeah, it turns out the math on that is not mathing
2: very hard. So you wouldn't be able to go anyways. And then this is from Dennis Dodd where He is reporting that Oregon State and Washington State received a few million dollars extra in the next two years um, in order to kind of get this get this vote. And they said, hey, over the next two years, you will be able to get the college football playoff uh, payouts, which is around five to six million dollars per school, which is good money to have. But everybody agreed on that. That got the vote. They're not hanging anything up. And it actually kind of behooves them now that they're saying you need eight teams to be a conference Mm -hmm. champ see Notre Dame, Notre Dame can't do it either. So you wouldn't be in that, the, the five or six highest ranked conference champs either. Mm-hmm. So it makes a ton of sense moving it, forward for well, Oregon state and, we and Washington that. state.
3: Yeah, it was, were they going to contest it? Was I think the kind of the question, but the more you looked at it, I was
2: like, mm, I don't think they can,
3: but did they wanted extra money. They got it. Yeah.
2: And that's exactly why you do this. But
3: Which, now you try to string it out for the two years until you get into the new deal. And if you're lucky, you land in a conference,
2: and you you can start roping other teams in. Hopefully, but, but you need to, you need seven. the money
3: behind you to progress the program to have an opportunity to get pulled into a conference. That's right. So it's it, it's a chicken or the egg kind of situation. But they solved it by saying it's the egg.
2: You know, and this is another reminder, though, with the the way that Oregon State and Washington State were told, like two team conference, you got to have eight to mm-hmm. be recognized as a as a. FBS conference. Mm-hmm. They move, bring additional value moving forward. Notre Dame. They will not get a buy no. ever dun, 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 in the 12 team playoff because they're an independent. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what, Unless no matter move. how well they do in their hybrid ACC schedule, they will never be considered a conference champion. So they, even if they're ranked number one by the college football playoff committee, they'll be the five seed. And not be one of the four teams that gets a buy.
3: And how much do you think that's going to make them want to join a conference?
2: <laughs> you better
3: start thinking about it. It's. I mean, they're Big Ten bound.
2: Maybe I know the or, SEC
3: might or, reach up in there to try to steal from Big Ten country, but.
2: Uh, or they go and they they're the the calming force of ACC realignment. When <sighs> Florida State leaves, they say okay. We can we can now have our yeah tying yourself seat to the at ACC the table.
3: sounds like a bad idea
2: though they've already done it yeah
3: you're right they already <laughs> have it at least tangentially
2: yeah but they can never be a, get a first round bye so they could host a, a whole heck of a lot of games which I think is going to be really cool but now college football playoff uh, has got their format moving forward and this is what we can expect moving forward well until maybe the ACC dissolves and then it'll be four plus eight <laughs> instead
3: which. That sounds about right.
2: Hey, coming out of these meetings, though, too, is the Big Ten and SEC. Apparently, they're squeezing, saying, we want but bigger more. pieces of the pie. We want more. I mean, more, 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 more. And
3: let's go ahead and take a look real quick at the national title game. What conferences did they come from?
2: Look at the entire fi- sem- Final Four yeah. this year. As I, was, I was say, I the, <laughs> of being the final four. Yeah, yeah. The, the entire Final Four is from the Big Ten and SEC moving forward. So,
3: and I would expect that it's going to be that way with the exception, with the exception of some upstart years.
2: I, what I enjoy, though, is that although it will, make no mistake, this will be Big Ten and SEC dominated. Mm-hmm. There is an opportunity for a team like, I, I just go back to that Stanford team that won the Rose Bowl, or Orange Bowl, rather, with Andrew Luck. Yeah, there's
3: those opportunities that, that'll pop up.
2: They were playing like the best team in all yeah, of college football absolutely. at the end of the year. And they did not get a seat at a two-team playoff, and we have teams that do this, but they don't get a seat at a four-team playoff. See, Florida State. Look, we, which had, they we had we see
3: you a year ago, which they it was like, oh, they got killed in the championship game. Guess what they did the week before? Guess what they did the week before? That Michigan team that was in the national title this year, they stunted on beat them, and that's the thing is like you. The one thing I love about college is that it. The best team doesn't always win. It's the best team that day.
2: And I want, here's the thing I wonder though if you are like a, a UW fan and looking at the way that a 12 team playoff, you have to play one more extra game. The, the level that Michael Penix was beat up in those high leverage games, it would have had to go from conference championship game into that. Uh, they would have had a first round bye, so they have a week off, but then you have the quarterfinal, semifinal, final. And that would have been, you know, that it's a war of attrition, mm-hmm. and we're going to see which teams are the deepest are the ones that are going to win it. And it's get lightning in a bottle. May you may strike in that first week, but those teams that are, are the deepest are going to be able to make these deep runs. Yeah, but
3: I still think you might have an NCA tournament run.
2: Dude, it'd be awesome.
3: Every year you're going to have like one team where you're going to get oh god. Like, it's just not going to be chalky. Wins, it's a, couple te- wins yeah. a
2: couple games and throws everything out. But it throws filter. the entire
3: bracket off. I'm here for yes. it.
2: Yes. And I'm here for hosting games on we, sites. It's going to be we so We want
3: fun. more volatility. We do. It's just that simple.
2: Yep. But the big thing for the Beeves and the Cougs? You got, a, you got an extra little change in your pocket there. 5 to $6 million dollars each year coming out of the, the next two years for the college football playoff. That helps you survive as you try to rebuild the Pac 12 conference. All right, uh, the petty never stops. The signal has been sent. What does it mean? Next.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right. Here. Headline, I can't sleep. I toss
4: and turn. Candles fixed in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four Danny and Dusty on and the Odyssey, Odyssey, Odyssey,
2: Odyssey, Odyssey app and 1080, the, the Fan. Tray. Hey, it's almost here. One week from today, 1080 The Fan invites you to play in the inaugural fan Winter Golf Classic at X-Golf Twalton and X-Golf Vancouver. It is Tuesday. That's a week from today, February 27th. Uh, we just opened up two threesomes for the 4 p.m. round at X-Golf Twalton. Noon rounds are filling up fast. You can also choose from either event noon or 4 p.m. at X-Golf Vancouver as well. Uh, you and I will be out broadcasting live at X-Golf Vancouver. Isaac and Souk at the live broadcast in Tualatin. We got two rounds at each location, noon and 4 p.m. Winning threesome will, fa- will get a free foursome in this summer's 10th annual Fan Golf Classic. And the last place threesome, they get a free lesson at X-Golf because you're not very good. There's going to be food for our golfers, Victorico's Mexican Food, Pearl Woo-hoo. Catering, Urban Restaurant Group, all going to be out there and all golfers will play the historic Pebble Beach golf course and the state-of-the-art simulators. Go to 1080thefan.com right now for more information and to sign your threesome up right there. 1080thefan.com uh, Go do it. It's going to be a great time. a no, week st- from
3: today. Are you kidding me? I'm stoked. Other than the fact that I have to drive an hour and 20
2: minutes. I feel like I need to uh, get my golf clubs out, but I probably won't between I keep, now and then. I keep them in the car. Uh, yeah, I, I keep that thing on me. Yeah, I do in the summer, but not in the winter months.
3: Uh, I know. I, I, I passed like four driving range, including uh, X Golf to Walton. Hey, look on at the, that on the way home. So you so just stop it. It's whatever. always like, do I want to? You never know. And, you know. I get a little little urge every now and then. You, you know?
2: never know. Get the sticks out. <clears throat> uh, Justin Fields has unfollowed the Chicago Bears on this, his social medias. I, I, petty Olympics are starting.
3: I feel like this is the dumbest thing in sports. Not particularly Justin Fields, but. The whole remember Debo did this before he got his contract. Well, yeah. This is this is the new thing to do. <gasps> oh my God, he unfollowed him on Instagram. Yeah.
2: Like it's like,
3: how dare the cares? Chicago
2: Bears look at Caleb Williams as their starting quarterback? <laughs> how dare they? With the what number would be one overall funny pick.
3: is if a team wanted to get rid of a player and they unfollowed the player.
2: Uh, I <laughs> saw his dog also unfollowed the Bears. Wow. So it's not just Justin. His dog is in this too. Who has an Instagram account?
3: I, I immediately like Justin Fields even less. <laughs> so dumb. It's what? So dumb.
2: If you can monetize your pets, uh, it's just an, adi- an additional income stream, form of income. God. Let's go.
3: It's. But this whole idea of like that somehow this matters. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It matter. doesn't matter. There's the flip side of this is like uh, Sauce Gardner and Brandon Ayu could follow, each- follow each other now on IG. Sauce Gardner came out was like, guys, don't read into this. I I follow a lot of people.
2: And well, he did also say though that Brandon Ayuk is a guy who's getting attention and still finds a way to get open and just doesn't get. Yeah,
3: it's super yeah. super weird that like Sauce is now the guy that like doesn't just chirp but like. Has like real talking points of like, hey, you know, actually, Bayouk is uh pretty good and still finds a way to get the ball. Well,
2: and he's signing his tweets, uh, GM sauce, which yeah. I'm here for. Uh, like, the, go yeah, ahead, dude. Yeah,
3: let's say he's 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 out there stirring the pot, but it's like it's not hot takey. It's it's backed in substance.
2: What he wants to do though is he want he, he's going down the NBA roads. This is like Le- this is how Lebron's playbook. What Sauce is doing is you just compliment all the guys Le- that eventually GM. you want to come and play with you. New York is a lot easier than Cleveland when LeBron started it, but then he it's went true. to Miami and LA. And seeds early, man.
3: Sauce is in what year two? You're
2: going into year three. He can do
3: it. Yeah, it's a good time to do it. And the NFL career is a little bit shorter, especially at corner. That's a short shelf. That's short, right. short shelf life.
2: So go ahead, GM the you know what out of this yeah. thing. Let's go. But I, every time it happens, I go, I roll my eyes and be like, who is the one that is saying this is the good idea? Unfollowing somebody on oh their it's a part Instagram of the playbook, so- yeah. social media is how we drive our point home because yeah. guess what a lot of these guys end up doing refollowing the team again as soon as they get the contract and you just seem like a petulant child and oh. it doesn't look good for you like the agents are like yeah this is we're gonna get the we're gonna drum up the conversation it doesn't make you look good because when you have a guy like Justin Fields it's, you're going I'm unhappy
3: without coming out and saying I'm unhappy well, so it, you don't you don't get the tarnish of I'm unhappy publicly saying it, even though you you, you were. Well,
2: we all know what it means. It, it's it, it's. But some, you haven't done it. enough to. You have, none of these guys that do it have ever done any enough. Debo. to to warrant uh, this attention that they draw. And Debo Samuel, even at that time, I mean, he was he, really he hadn't good. Had that, he hadn't had that year yet. Yeah, though. yeah. I mean, he was really good and really important to them, but. It was still one of those eye roll things, and, and guess where he's still playing now?
3: This is where I love guys like San Francisco. like Mike Conley, who just signed a new two year, twenty one million dollar deal. He's like, eh, I'm getting old. I'm just going to take the money. I'm not going to complain about it. I...
2: He's made bajillions of dollars. But How much the is India, Mike Conley? 150? In his career, yeah. with, Including the 21 that he well, just no, signed just, for? Yeah, so it's 170. So he'll be at $171 million? Yeah,
3: not bad for a guy who we thought was riding Greg Oden's coattails. See,
2: this is one of the things where I everybody's like, ring culture, ring culture, ring culture. There's also a lot of guys just collecting just massive paychecks every single year in the NBA.
3: Which, I mean, and also in MLB. Well, Maybe we'll slide it's into an, some, some Anthony Rendon. Uh,
2: I'm all for it.
3: Did you see what he said this weekend?
2: Uh, yes, I did. It in was... That, it was there's some stuff there, man. Pretty damning. It, but yeah. But it's also it, one of the things that it's you honest. Go, I get it. I don't know if it's damning
3: yeah. as much as it's honest. Maybe we'll, right. we'll find a way to work that out. We'll, we'll
2: get to Rendon yeah. uh coming up a little later in the show. We're we gonna start out number two, though. Is it the team or the channel? The NBA is wondering. You can text us the Vancouver Ford Text on 503 864 6326, or in the comment section on the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash ten eighty AM the fam. This is Danny and Dusty.